I'm Rosie. And I'm Wendy. And you're listening to Spilling La Sopa, a podcast about real Latinas, real conversations, real chistosas. Hola a todos. Bienvenidos a episode number one of the third season of Spilling La Sopa. Yay. Clapping. We're back, back. everybody. We took a little break to enjoy ourselves and our loved ones during the holidays and then some. So the last time you heard from us was probably like November, December. um, And we've been working on some personal projects and just rolling with the punches over here. So for this episode, we want to catch up with you and really each other. So how are you ladies doing today? Hi, everybody. It's Marisol. I know a long time. No here. (laughs) So I have to reintroduce myself. But I'm doing good. The weather gods are working with those and it's nice and warm. No sa llueve, llueve como loco and windy and crazy. Uh, so I'm finally like, ah, oh, I can go outside and not be all cooped up in my couch. <laughs> yeah, going outside is nice. Very, very nice. Uh, but uh, I live here um, further out, uh, further away from from San Francisco. So the cool weather is going to be probably not lasting that long. And then it's going to get sticky and hot. But I, I kind of enjoy that weather when it's like hot and musty. My son lizard. Yeah. <laughs> musty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, probably I enjoy that. I enjoy like just feeling like uh, it's just like a hot day. Like motivates me to want to get things done. But if it's too hot, then you can't, yeah. you don't want to move. You're just like, if I move. No te da sueño. Te da sueño. A mí no me da sueño, pero me da así como, um, yeah, hueva. hueva. Yeah, hueva. Or like, well, if, I, is like if I move like, oh, anymore, I'm going to get hotter. And I'm just like, oh, do, do, just stay here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a sloth. You got to move really, really slow. slow. Yeah, yeah. But I've been pretty good. I've been doing good. Um, I, I'm excited to start this season and, and see what we have cooking. Uh, I feel like every time we get together, we're like, you know, kind of keep the ball rolling and new ideas come as we go. So, yes, I'm excited. Awesome. Awesome. I'm doing pretty good, too, everybody. I have a lot of stuff going on at work. And so I think that's been keeping me pretty busy, keeping me on my toes. But, you know, like the girls are saying, the warm weather. Um, For those of you that don't know, the Bay Area had like atmospheric rivers recently. And I think all of California, really, they were like all over (laughs) the place. But um it was insane. Like freeways were flooding and we had like nonstop rain for a couple of weeks. And, you know, we're not used to that at this time of year. So um, yesterday there was some sunshine. I went to, I think I was out in like Brentwood, Oakley. So it's pretty warm. I didn't need a sweater for the first time in a long time. So <laughs> yeah, summer is coming. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And, you know, we were, you know, technically off for like six months, guys. I'm so sorry, oh Publico, that we were off so long. But Our three fans. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry, man. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we got addicted to that. We got addicted to the rest. Man. To that couch life. <laughs> we got we got addicted to the couch life. Um, but there's a lot that, that we have changing here at Spinning La Sopa. Um, <clears throat> pero... You know, I think about like, man, why did I, why did we get so addicted to our couch, you know, this past uh, break? Um, and I just found that we were all, or I'll speak for myself, I think we were all cansadas. Like, we were like really looking forward for a break. Um, and it, I think that 
I find that the, this was common with even like my coworkers. And I think the biggest uh, thing that we had all in common was that in 2023, everybody was like required to go back to work, like go back to your regular life. And um, the state of emergency was removed. So like all these like big changes that was, you know, was supporting us to kind of have a, a, a little bit of a balanced life has been removed. And now it is a full, full mission to put real pants on and <laughs> wear shoes and not wear my Crocs. <laughs> I still show up like that to work. <laughs> well, most of my job, I go there <laughs> yeah. to sit there and do it on the computer because, again, people don't really want to go in person to places anymore, but I have to go. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go comfy then. <laughs> Nobody could see me anyway. Yeah, dude, that's that's kind of what pisses people off, right? That it's like, OK, I'm going into the office, but because but I'm going to do six hours of Zoom meetings or Teams meetings. Yeah. Like I could do that from home and I would save myself the commute and, and the I don't have to wear real pants. Yeah. You know, like I, my, my halfies were a thing all COVID. My halfies, I'll explain, was a dress shirt. It was my outfits. My, I call them halfies. I had a dress shirt on and like sweats. Oh, halfies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and as long as I put on like a little eyeliner and my, my dress shirt was on, then I'm good for meetings. Yes. Nobody needs to know what's happening below. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, no one needs to know what happens. Yeah. Except for when you stand up. Yeah. Just don't like, stand up. <laughs> oh, one minute. And then you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put your camera on pause. <laughs> no, yeah. I miss I miss wearing my... my um, my socks and chanclas, you know, like, cause it was cold. So I would wear the sock and the chancla cause it was like still ventilating, but still warm. And now I have to wear a full shoe that closes my toes. In. Man, man, man. And yeah, that's not fun. That's not fun. Yeah. You know, well, we do have some, like Wendy mentioned, we have some, some news to share with you today, some updates. Um, in terms of La Sopa, we have some changes in mind. Uh, we want to continue interacting con ustedes, con el público, and change up our format a little bit this season. Um, we're also, you know, we want to welcome your feedback. We want to hear from you. So we're going to put a little poll on el Insta for you to tell us what you think. But one of the things that we were thinking of doing that we want to do this season is bring you some new guests so that you can continue to hear from different perspectives, right? Diversity of thought and growth is important to us and we hope it is for you too. So that way you're not going to be listening to the three of us, um, just the three of us, you know, you have, we're, we're planning to have some, some fun guests in for you. So. Yeah, I'm excited. And also if you're interested in being a guest and you see, and you feel like you have some, uh, expertise or you really like to talk about a specific topic reach out to us and we would more than we would love to you know include you and and you know have us uh, have you join us uh, but without a doubt uh, the biggest upcoming change is going to be with your amigas here at Spili La Sopa uh, Mari Platicanos hi everybody <laughs> hi again <laughs> so one of the changes that's happening with Sopa is that Rosie and Wendy decided to kick me out of the Sopa. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, but um, I am going to be leaving um, Spilling La Sopa. However, you know, uh, I could be one of the guests coming in because tengo tanto que decir. No, just <laughs> but I will be She's leaving. not an expert at anything. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> she got a lot to say hey. about everything. And the chismear, sí, soy experta en cotorreal. 
But yeah, so you know, the decision was uh you know it was difficult to make. Um, but I think that, you know, like as you all ladies mentioned at the beginning, like life has changed so much and it's getting so fast. Like, como que, like, yo llego al trabajo and next thing you know, it's like 10. And I'm like, where the hell? I got off at 4.30. <laughs> like, why is it 10 already? Life is just kind of passing us by. And um, there's been a lot of, you know, things that, you know, have been going on in terms of I'm taking this class online so I can teach online. The downer is I still have to go to the office and teach online on the computer. <laughs> so it makes really no difference, but it actually helps out. Uh, yeah, yeah, no difference yeah. for me. <laughs> They're teaching you how to teach online from online in the office. <laughs> right. Like if I didn't do it for two years oh, during the pandemic, but now I need to be certified. So that's been taking up so much of my time and anxiety uh, because it's like, what if I don't get certified and then I can't teach it? But oh, yeah, it's in the schedule already that I'm teaching <laughs> online. So I really have to get to it. I'm um, also I uh, have an upcoming trip to Japan and Japan has been Ew. giving me I don't think any vacation planning ever gives me anxiety I really enjoy like planning and blah blah, blah. but Japan they're like extra like you need a COVID test to get there or have three COVID shots to get there uh, they don't accept credit card in a lot of places so they really prefer for you to have cash or this card called Suica, which took me forever to download because I didn't know anything about Apple Wallet or well, Apple Cash Pay. pay yeah, cash, Apple, Apple Pay. Well, Apple, yeah, there's two. <laughs> Apple, there's the wallet and the Apple Pay. But continue. Okay, yeah. It took my friend like 10 hours to explain to me the difference and connect it to my bank. So then, And then apparently that Suica card only takes American Express and MasterCard all my cards are Visa except for one is American Express, but I had canceled it because I didn't pay no annual fee. Anyway, so then I had to go to the bank to my, to get a debit for MasterCard. It's a stone pinch at la home. Sorry, excuse my language. <laughs> but um, it's been taking up a lot of my time um, to plan that trip. Uh, so I'm just really excited to finally, hopefully get there. And they let me into the country and I have enough money to get around in the country she can she can yeah she can uh, get all the views she needs and yes and hopefully that like my wi-fi Safely. works right because if it doesn't pues tengo la tarjeta and the apple wallet you know i'm bro, like i'm broke Ooh, <laughs> i know um, i don't know why they do that what's the money called over there in, in japan yen yen, yen. You got to take the yens out. Yeah, I did. So, yeah, I've never ordered from a bank here money to take to another country. So I had to do that because my friend who was literally just there, he's like, please make sure you go to your bank and get money because aquí está bien caro. And there's not a lot of places that have it. It's not like Mexico, like every corner you have like a money exchange. Una casa de cambio. Una casa de cambio, yeah. Only the post office and the banks and they close by four. So it's, a, it's, it's giving me a lot of anxiety, but hopefully I know. Hopefully we figure it out. Yeah, so life, so it sounds like life ha atropellado a Marisol. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> and if we add soap, if we, and if we, if we add sopa into it, she's going to be drowning. No. So we, you know, she made the decision to. Me quieren viva, por favor. Not to move on, but yes, we will have her, you know, coming in and out as a guest, depending on, you know, the topics that she has the most to contribute which is all of them about. Yeah. Said. Yeah. <laughs> all of them which is yeah. all of them yeah. so no se preocupen te- no se preocupen we'll make sure yeah. to invite la Mari back para que cotorree con nosotros y con ustedes yeah 
Oh. Especially for the dating this madres, because that was her favorite. Like that's her number one favorite. Yeah, Mari dating dropped some gems on her on her dating this madre episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, thank you to all those men yeah. out there. <laughs> Special shout out to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, yeah. Thank you for yeah. being shit dates. <laughs> gave me a gave me something to talk about. We made for a good story. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, what else has been going on, Mari? Any other personal updates? Um, but some personal, uh, just, you know, oh my God, I, it's almost been two years that I bought this house and, um, we're always updating something. We put an attic in the garage. We're going to do the backyard. We're going to update the patio. I updated the stairs. I'm working on the rails. It's, there's always something to do in, in a house. So y'all ladies buy a house when y'all ladies buy a house. Keep that in mind. Can el trabajo nunca se acaba in a house. You sound like my mom. Yes. Sound like I'm going to buy that shirt because he said, Nadie me ayuda en esta casa. Nadie me ayuda. I know. But it's not even like the daily chores. <laughs> what it, it's obviously it's daily chores, right? Pero también it's just like little updates. Like, ah, quita todo scratch. Okay, let's go and paint. Oh, okay, la perra eso no se cue madre. Okay, okay. The other day, like my bathroom clogged. And the other day, también the... When it started raining a lot, like up in the sliding door, estaba metiendo el agua from the top. It didn't happen last year. It happened. Yeah. So there's always something. So, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just money, mm-hmm. money, money, money. Que no tengo. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. Like, all her yens. Um, all the yens that are supposed I wish. to make it to Japan. I wish all in Japan yen. I'm like super rich. I put in like $800 <laughs> and they give me 100,000 yens. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm like rich. <laughs> You're like balling. <laughs> But we'll see how expensive Japan is because I have no idea what to expect in terms of prices. I know. <laughs> well, that's exciting. That's just, I don't know when I'm going to take my next um, big trip, but hopefully sometime soon. But um, I've been doing a lot of local trips, uh, which is nice, too. You know, I think the, the key is to, you know, put yourself in a space where you're like exploring new things, getting yourself to, you know, get to know about, you know, different neighborhoods. Uh, everybody's downtown is different. So I think that's a, that's a good, uh, good way to still, um, kind of, uh, get your, your travel need met in a, in a budget is like, you know, getting to l- mm-hmm. know about different downtowns because people really put, I mean, communities really put a lot of effort in their downtown and especially around here. I think it's, there's like really cute old buildings that are like maintained and, you know, they're, t- they turn in like an old post office into a club or like an old library into a, you know, a little like bar or pizza place. So that's always nice too. Yeah, it's good to travel around your own area too, or even like states nearby. And I feel like sometimes we're like, okay, I'm going to go to Japan. I'm going to go to India. But like, I don't even know the Grand Canyon. I've never been to the Grand Canyon. You know, I don't even know my own backyard. So <laughs> yeah, you're, you make a great point to tra- also travel around your area. Even playing tourists for the day, like stuff that you've already mm-hmm. seen before. Like I actually really enjoy doing that. Like the cable car in San Francisco, if you live mm-hmm. in the Bay Area, chances are you've oh, been yeah. on this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when it's sunny and it's really nice, sometimes I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll stand in that long ass line. Why not? I got time today. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like actually like a really yeah, nice yeah. sort of like trip. So just like local stuff too. you know, you be mm-hmm. a tourist in your own city. Yeah. Find new stuff. Yeah. So I'll I'll um uh, I'll talk about what's been going on with me this whole like 
a break that we've had. Um, it yeah. has not felt like a break <laughs> for me. Um, I've been like super busy. Um, obviously, it's really nice to like, you know, get home. And I think back in the day, we were having our meetings like around 7.30 or 8 p.m. And then the day wouldn't be done. But um, this these past six, six months, was it six months or a little longer maybe? a little longer but i f i finally got my license <laughs> um yeah yeah thank you thank you <laughs> spirit fingers i wait i wait <laughs> yeah it was a super huge mission for me for those of you that know uh, me um more personally you know that this was a big humongous hurdle for me um it was a uh, it was a very uh a it got it got to a space where it would just became like a very scary experience i was trying every year and i wasn't passing and it really brought me down to my knees it, it like ahora sí como dice mamá ahora sí aprendí a amar a dios porque <laughs> because that, it really really brought me down to my knees i feel like it at some point broke my soul and i was just like oh my god i just mm. maybe i'm in the wrong career but um finally i got i got licensed last year um and now I, as soon as i got licensed it, it was like the floodgates open like all these you know uh, people that were kind of waiting for me to have my license to be able to practice on my own just kind of rush through and the private practice is up and running <laughs> there's still some there's still some little um Yay. some little uh, uh things i have to like set up and things but for the most part you know i'm i'm Parts. a i'm a solo person running you know my my little practice is not like super huge but yeah I just <laughs> when, when you said solo I was thinking like wait but what about all your other personalities don't they help around you <laughs> oh yeah yeah well well all my personalities aren't present when I do the business part it's yeah. just my psychologist I was like Mari, that's yeah. you with the personalities <laughs> I was like she yeah. got one she got one psychologist in there just the one yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I'm doing things like U visa eval. So there's a U visa evals among other forensic evaluations that I do, but the U visa ones are most popular. And then, you know, other forensic stuff like risk assessments. I'm getting my EMDR certification. So I am collecting clinical hours. So pretty much what that means is that if anybody is interested in using EMDR, which is uh, eye movement desensitization processing, so EMDR is one of the top of two treatment modalities that addresses PTSD symptoms and obviously with PTSD comes anxiety and depression but primarily it's addressing PTSD symptoms and then the second modality would be you know trauma-focused CBT but EMDR is one of them and I myself have found so much relief with EMDR that I decided like you know what I'm going for this certification and I want to offer it to mi comunidad so if for the listeners if if you are not a close friend or a close friend of my close friend, <laughs> then come on down and shoot me a message uh, via my email. If you're interested in learning more about EMDR, uh, my email is drwendyherrera at gmail.com. I'll post it in the description of this episode. And again, if you have questions about it or you're interested, I am collecting clinical hours. So what I'd be doing is uh, I'd be accepting anybody in a sliding scale. I wouldn't be charging you my full fee. So if you're interested, go ahead and shoot me that message. I currently don't have any open slots for insurance pay clients. So all my insurance pay clients 
those slots are completely closed and full. But if you're able to pay privately, so out of pocket, reach out to me if you have any questions about the U visa process and in the interview process uh, that requires an interview with a psychologist reach out to me. Y pues, you know, for my forensic assessments, if you're in jail and you're listening to me, I might not be able to evaluate you, pero si tienes access to an iPad, uh, obviously it has to be a legal one, mm -hmm. then maybe I can evaluate you. <laughs> We could do that. So uh, that's the other thing too that reminds me is that all my services are virtual for now. Right. So earlier I said that I still have some things to tweak and stuff. So part of that is, you know, finding an actual, you know, office and having enough, you know, resources, financial resources to fund the office. So for now, I only do online services, which means that I'm here in the Bay Area. And if you're in Los Angeles or San Diego, don't be in Tijuana. I can't practice outside of California. So don't be in Tijuana. <laughs> But if you're like one foot, está en San Diego y el otro en, en Tijuana. Give me a call. We can do some virtual um, treatment <laughs> or evaluations. <laughs> yeah. Boss moves, Parla Wendy. Boss moves. Love Dude, it. Dude, I remember when you when you started talking about EMDR. Like, this is years ago, right? Wendy and I were roommates for a long time. I me, me imaginaba, and I know this is wrong, but I can't, like, I still get that little visual in my head whenever you say it. <laughs> me imaginaba, like, you know when you're in, like, in línea somewhere o en las placitas y pasan los señores con los toques? Like they got the little machine with the two little metal things just para dar toques for fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, In my yeah. head, that's what it looks like, but in a therapy room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like in, a, in, a, in an office, right? With the, with yeah, the couch. Yeah. And then you got the little toques machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't use toques machines or like nothing like that. <laughs> but it's not that. I bet. It's not that. No, it's not that. No, I don't use that. I don't use any, any, like any, like there are some people that use like little vibrators in the hands, but I obviously, if we're doing <laughs> virtual, you're going to have to get your own vibrators. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, okay, saca tu vibrador. You got to have at least two. We didn't say kind. Yeah, yeah. We didn't say what kind. Yeah, yeah. Adam and Eve. You could make it work. Adam and Eve kinds works better, but you know. <laughs> um, hey, whatever therapy works for you. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, también quiero que se recuerden que hablo español. So, si les gustaría darles un regalo de citas de terapia a su mamá, a su papá, su tía, su abuela, please contact me, send me an email, and then we can talk about, you know, rates and, you know, the appointments I have available and things like that. But yeah, that's where I'm at. I've been, you know, uh, busy picking that up, but I'm excited mm -hmm. to be back here with you guys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, did boss moves. Congratulations on on getting licensed, and then just you know all the stuff like you've always talked about having your own practice, and so now it's really cool as like you know as a close friend of yours and someone who gets to interact with you to see you like fucking making that shit happen. And yeah, it and all the hard looks work. Hard. It oh, sounds hard. I see it. So so big big yeah. shout out to you. Yeah, and all yeah. the hard work that you put into it. Thank you it, so much. You put in work to that. So congrats, Bomba. Yeah, it's an investment. Yeah, for thank sure. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm still looking for a a private, uh, a, like a practice, like a business name. I don't have one, so shoot me some. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Concha Terapia, you know. Like Tokes by Wendy. <laughs> Tokes by Wendy. Tokes y chisme. Tokes by chisme by Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good yeah maybe that's therapeutic pull. vibration <laughs> but you might get you might get <laughs> you might get a different client base yeah. with that title yeah 
but yeah, you're gonna have to charge extra for that. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna note these. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna note yeah, these down. I think we'll we'll do an IG poll. To That'd see be good. Yeah. Day. What suggestions we get from a public? Any serious ones? A ver que yeah. What 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 will be marketable and you know? Yeah. What's not like, gonna What's gonna um, not get you sued before you even <laughs> open up shop? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I want to trigger. I mean, I part of EMDR is to get you triggered and as at the highest level possible. But I don't want to trigger you with a business statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I have some updates to share too. So yes. Um, it has been six months. I think it's been like shy of six months actually. Um, so a lot of stuff has happened. I recently got promoted this Yay! year. Congrats. I'm officially getting paid to do the job that I was already doing, but <laughs> we're, we're not going to spend too much time talking about that. No, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I was in, in an interim role for yes. a really long time. Um, just like, you know, hiring processes are really slow uh, where I work. So now it's like official uh, this January. I was, you know, formally promoted. And so that's been kind of cool. Just like uh, really being able to take a more strategic view on how to advance my team and sort of like really put my spin on our goals. Um, of course, making sure they're aligned with, you know, all the, all the layers above me, but um, it's been a, it's been a cool experience so far. It is very busy. Yeah. So it's a, it's a slightly different management role on my team and um, my calendar is already like booked through October. Oh, wow. So I have two big projects like systems change that are happening and con eso, like, I'm, you know, pretty busy. So I'm sure you'll hear more about that as the year rolls by. <laughs> so I did a little bit of traveling too. nothing, you know, too far, too crazy. Mexico City, you know, San Diego, local stuff. Um, and I also went to Mazatlan. So I went to Mazatlan recently. Ooh. And what happened there? It was a very memorable trip. Well, what? Tell us more. Aparte que, uh -huh, aparte uh -huh. que I love Mazatlan uh -huh. and it holds yeah. a very special place in my heart. Yeah. And uh -huh. guess, guess what happened? Oh, my God. She's closer to being a señora. <laughs> pues, eh, honestly, yeah. ya me sentía señora, but then, uh, you know, like, uh, so my, my fiancé and I, formerly boyfriend. Mm. And I, oh, <laughs> how does engaged. it feel to say that? We how does engaged. it feel to say I that I can't word. get used to it, dude. Fiance. I started... <laughs> It's been a long time, like high school years, that I haven't referred to my partner <laughs> as my man. And I find right. it easier to say that than oh. fiancé. Like that comes to my brain faster. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just feel like oh, my fiancé. Yeah. And I'm like... You gotta... <laughs> imagine to say husband. <laughs> Your face. Yeah, imagine to say husband. My I, husband. I don't know, but uh, I'm still getting used to my it. Husband. I, You know, I'm like, oh, my, my partner, my... Aww. boyfriend and then you know like the first couple weeks it's like oh my boyfriend and they're like don't you mean fiance and i was like yes i do mean fiance yeah. <laughs> thank you oh. thanks for the reminder but i'm embarrassed and and what um uh, okay so when you say fiance are you getting p different responses from people or like what do you mean no not really it just sounds weird it just feels weird to say you know it just sounds weird so like but it's been it's been really fun. It sounds super adult. It sounds weird too. It does sound adult. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been really fun, sort of like you know sharing the news with like friends and family and like yeah. Everybody's like, let me see the ring, and I'm like getting used to throwing my hand in front of people's faces. It's a lot of fun. 
<laughs> now you just yeah, do it. Now, nobody yeah, asks. Yeah, yeah. Like, hi, nice to meet you. I just got engaged. <laughs> I just got engaged. Look at this. Like, uh, ma'am, can I get your order? Yeah, like, um, your that's cool. <laughs> I just need your Costco card. <laughs> <laughs> just give me a Costco receipt. I, I don't care about your ring. <laughs> yeah, but so me les caso. I, amigos, I will Rio in the horizon. And so you can imagine that between like a new position at work and all these projects and now planning a wedding. Me voy a quedar loca. Voy a quedar loca. So, you know, um, yeah. our plan is these que nosotros to get married like in a year, year and a half ish. Um, but the planning is going very slow. And so for those of you that have recently been engaged, or if you remember being engaged, <laughs> the first question out of people's mouths and everybody wants to talk to you about wedding planning, right? Because for, it comes from a good place. Like people are curious, mm-hmm. like, hey, how's the wedding planning coming? Like, you know, it's exciting. But I'm like, I have not, I have, it makes me anxious that I, we haven't really started, right? We got engaged in February. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And so we haven't really sort of like moved the needle. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it will happen. I can't believe we it's been it two happen. months already. I will just figure it out. <laughs> that flew by. Oh, I, I thought it was so yesterday. Fast. Oh my yeah. God. So when, I mean, even that, like when I hear, yeah. when you hear about it, right? Like, oh, two months, you're like, oh, okay, two months of engagement. Like, and you, and you haven't started really planning yet. Like that's no big deal. Right. But our timeline is not that, it's not that much. Like a year from now is, you know, planning a wedding in the States is, is ridiculous. And so I have started to like dig in. So, you know, I'm sure there'll be time in another episode to, to talk to you about all my stress and all my, um, thoughts and feelings. But like, so far, what I can tell you is that it is money. Oh money. yeah. 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 Um, Everything money. It doesn't help. <laughs> I believe you. It doesn't help. Que queremos invitar like half a todo el rancho yeah. and everybody <laughs> in it. Half the country. So, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, more information, more, yeah. more, more information on that. It sounds like I'm at work. Uh, more, more details on that. <laughs> if you would like, like more information, <laughs> please send me an email. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next check-in. Yeah, and I think yeah. the the biggest part of wedding planning would be like first, like your numbers, like really, who am I inviting? Because then you can choose a venue and you know get your numbers all right. So first, it's who's gonna make it to the list. That's number one. And that's probably the hardest part too. Yeah. Who's gonna make it to the list? It's it is hard because I have a very big like extended family, but it is like it is people that I haven't talked to in like years or seen yeah. in years, right? Like I moved to the Bay Area oh, like wow. a long time ago, and like I moved back to the Bay Area a long mm-hmm. time ago, and then my partner is like the opposite, right? I'm like, oh, but what about this person? But then when I add that person, it adds like four more people. Yeah, and he's like, look, <laughs> listen. He's like, nope, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not gonna happen. Like we're we're gonna have to make some cuts. He's like, so we mm-hmm. can cut this person, this person. And I'm like, oh, but what about this person? <laughs> so oh it's gosh. um, yeah, it's gonna be difficult. But to his point, he's like, look, if I've if I've never met them, mm-hmm. right? Like people that you want to invite, if I've never met them, they don't know me. Like then. Mm. Is it really someone that that needs to oh, be at our wedding? And I'm like, oh well, you know that's that's kind of fair. Like if you, they don't even know them, then mm. and I think uh, like one thing you mentioned, like if you haven't talked to them like in at least a year or two, right? That's what my sister did. She's like, if I haven't officially talked to you in a year or two, I don't care if you're my cousin, but you haven't even reached out in nada, you're not gonna get invited. I'm like, that makes sense. That's tough, man. 
I never got people that were offended for not being invited to the wedding. And I'd be like, well, maybe, you know, like it was just maybe a budget thing. Mm. But Rosie, if you don't invite me to your wedding, <laughs> I would be offended. We are not. We are no, not. We're not going to make it to the <laughs> My budget is tight, Wendy. My budget yeah, is tight. That's what I thought. I was like, I like, I never got people. And now Rosie's like, what? That, what Rosie's getting married. I'm like, I better be invited to wedding. <laughs> like, I well, recently I went to a wedding where my partner wasn't invited. And I was like, what? the hell I was super offended because I was like well we've been together for like two years like why isn't my partner invited but then when you my other friend who just got engaged she she started telling me like yeah but then if I invite you then I gotta invite your plus one just with five friends it's already like 10 or 12 people because of their children if children are invited or their partners and I'm like damn that's true it's only five friends but now it became like 12 people and I guess it it does make sense you know Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it, it gets big mm-hmm. real fast, real right? Fast. So one one approach that we're taking is like, all right, if if you were inviting a friend, right? Like we're inviting you, Mari. Uh, you've had your partner for two years. We like, you know, know that's your stable partner, or whatever. Then you, it's it makes sense that you would get a plus one. But it's like this other friend who changes flavor, the partner every other month. Like, no, you can come by yourself because yeah. we like you. Well, well. Got to what this if- person's wedding and my cu- uh, my other cousin's kid, well, she's like 18, brought her boyfriend. And I'm like, how come this 18-year-old got to bring their boyfriend? So I told my cousin, my cousin was like, I don't follow rules. What are they going to do? Kick him out? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, no, that's wrong. Oh. But then also yeah. the oh. day of, like, you know, a good chunk of people may not show up. So there was extra chairs. It was a back by backyard wedding so it kind of you know but if it's like in a venue and you oh, know it's no. paga por persona then you know it, it's a lot of stress and i didn't want to that's not cool man yeah that's I not mean, cool you better be you better be sick you better be like deathly sick and like your fat somebody died like that's what? not cool to, like rsvp <laughs> you just show up with the guest <laughs> R- <laughs> no like that's not cool to rsvp and then not show oh, up and, oh my God, yes. yeah. and not show up to a person's wedding like especially a wedding it's expensive big. but people yeah, do that like that, for yeah. parties like dude i got the taquero for 50 people now it's only 35 like fuck yeah <laughs> yeah and then i have to and eat i just went on a diet you guys me. what the hell <laughs> be like sick at my own wedding dude. oh for sure dude <laughs> are these if, are these keto <laughs> if we're gonna end up at a like a, like the r- numbers are ridiculous like I, okay i won't spend too much time on this but like literally like the range is anywhere yeah, yeah. from like 60 to like a hundred and ten dollars a plate oh. per person so this backyard oh is not God. an option for me because i ain't got a backyard yeah, what so. is this but you know what, what? Kind of food like you chicken can rent like an airbnb backyard <laughs> like a really nice and and, and fit 200 people in it? it has to be like a mansion so do it like a circuit like like you know 50 people and <laughs> I get out like like a circulating like a circulating what is it a revolving door Do it like a know? circus and you were the payasa because i'm getting married well, that's the funny part too because you know <laughs> like i saw that at the wedding too like some people left by like nine and then i saw other people coming in like at 10 because not everybody's gonna get there at the same time también, you know but oh you don't want to yeah. risk it you know and have people all like crowded yeah, but the thing is, like, you know, como good Mexican, the worst thing that could happen at a at a party, any party, is that you don't have enough food, food. to feed your guests. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have the enough. See, yes, yeah. it's okay. People dance. Yeah. Yes, yeah, see, but food, yeah. Yeah, but I got that from yeah, Rosie. But, yeah. but, you know, never show empty handed when you're invited somewhere. And if you don't have, like, food to feed your wow. guests for a party, that's, like, the worst thing that, that could happen. 
So anyway, that's, you know, little old things. That's the only new things in my life. I'm excited. um, I'm sure you'll all hear hear more about it because I'm going to be losing my mind. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to to attack. (laughs) Do not get cut. Do not get cut. I'm excited to attend. Me and my man. Yeah, I want to go, dude. Yeah, no, no. I mean, he don't gotta come, oh, dude. Like, my man's still gotta come. Damn, she's like, just me. No, yeah. Be, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. You should be. He'll be, he'll be hurt, but I'd be like, dude, you're not invited. <laughs> I'd be terrible. Dude, dude so my boyfriend was really sad. He's like, like, oh, okay. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't know. Because I had told him already, because uh, I, I not until like later did I get the actual invite that I just said one. And I'm like, mm, what does that mean? Like, one end, my guess thing. No, it did not mean that. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to break and say, hey, babe, like, like, you, you, you can't, you can't oh, come. Yeah, that's, that's yeah right? Yeah. And I almost didn't go. That, My yeah, mom was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know. Like, you know, it got a little intense. But yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, tough, that is man. tough. I've been invited to a wedding like that, like oh. where my partner wasn't invited. But it was like my close friends and it was pretty early on in the relationship to where I wasn't offended. You know, I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, they don't know if he's going to make it. To be fair, I don't know if we're going to make it either. So that's fine. Like, <laughs> nah, it was early. You know, it was early. So. Yeah. yeah. And then and I look w- at you now. Excuse me. Y mira. Y mira. And, and I was thinking about, like, earlier you guys said, well, what if it's a friend that has, like, a different flavor mm. every week or whatever? But, you know, like, people are getting engaged fast these days. So <laughs> what if it's a friend that got engaged within a week of meeting somebody and then you don't invite her fiance that's that's mm-hmm. is that bad I don't know. if by the time i'm doing my planning if you're already engaged then okay mm. but if you get engaged like later on sorry bro <laughs> like my count is already done my count is already done my the, you got to save the date but all that to say like it sounds like you know we all have some like big changes going on and there's like a lot of transition happening right And Mm -hmm. it's sort of like, you know, got me thinking, like, how do we cope with these life transitions? Mm -hmm. Like, what did you do? How how are you coping differently these days? Right. Like if we comparing yourself five years ago or even like last year. Right. Like, what do you how did you used to cope with things? And now what do you do now to support transitions? Yeah, that's a big one. I think for me, like the the. I don't know if. Everybody did this, so you guys let me know. But things that I used to do were, like, uh, when change was happening, I wanted to move as quickly as possible to not uh, experience the discomfort so much. So just move forward, move forward, move forward. Um, then I w- And then let's say that I wasn't able to adjust as fast, right, because everything was fast in my mind. Like, adjust fast, do it fast, heal fast. You know, all these things like then I like criticize myself and then that would kind of put another like layer of like hurt or pain. Like I was like criticizing myself for not moving fast enough or not moving on, you know, fast enough or not feeling better fast enough. And I think that the song that comes to mind when I think about like wanting to move fast all the time was like that one song that goes, there ain't no rest for the wicked. (laughs) Money don't grow on (laughs) trees. I got pills to Do pay. not change your career. Do not become a so, singer. You know, just, <laughs> I got mouths to feed. <laughs> we get it. We mouth. get the song. But, um, <laughs> I got my chihuahua's mouth. But, you know, I rarely rested. 
And when I think about it, I'm like, okay, well, maybe it came from home, right? Like my mom was a single mom and she was, you know, supporting all all of us. And it was constant go, go, Mm -hmm. go, go, go. Like there was not no time for resting. And if you do rest, then you're being lazy, right? You're not being productive. So I feel like that's what I used to do when I was constantly looking for the next change and trying to like adjust to it, you know, very quickly. And then because of that, then I constantly did this over preparing, right? Which is like kind of trying to, you know, damage control for the future. And that is very draining. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is very draining to like, hey, how do I make sure I like, you know, tapo todos los potential hoyos que vayan a pasar, like, you know, like in some of these things never happened and, and never did. You know, they, they won't happen. They never did. And but then I spent so much energy in my present trying to, like, make sure I cover all my bases to CYA, right? Cover my own butt. Yeah, but I feel like that's like a, con- a control thing, right? Like we, we want to be like feeling in control mm-hmm. of the situation, I think, is like reassuring or at least like just the illusion that you're in control makes it sort right. of like easier to tackle and get through. Yeah. Um, but the truth is like you can't control every potential outcome, right? You can prepare, but like to your point, right. Wendy, there's such a thing as over preparing. Then it turns into like, I feel like catastrophizing, right? Like, oh, yeah, right. what am I going to do right. if scenario A yeah. through Z happens? Yeah. <laughs> when really right, you right. should be maybe focused more on A, B and C, which are more likely. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what I do too. Like the over preparing, like I think you brought up a great point, Wendy, that it is super draining, right? And then you just exhaust yourself. Um, and then you don't give yourself mm-hmm. that time to rest, heal, process. You just want to kind of um, get over it, right? Instead of like process through it and move forward with it. Right. And and I think it takes you away from really enjoying your present, right? Like if I'm constantly thinking like, you know, five steps ahead of me in my mind, then I'm not really enjoying my present, right? Whatever that looks like. I'm no, not in the, the moment. moment. No, definitely not. I'm like stressed, upset annoyed, irritated, because I'm trying to, you know, juggle whatever it is that I think the future might look like. But then I think that also put me in a position where I wasn't asking for help. So Mm -hmm. I could, you know, my mind can be running in different, you know, different directions, you know, in order to like damage control. And then, uh, and I was probably struggling with certain things, like new things, you know, examples would be like, when graduating from grad school and going into the professional world, that is a huge, huge, like transitional, like moment in life. And, you know, especially with, with my background, I think adjusting to like a professional culture and, you know, feeling like I'm part of it and I feel like I'm accepted. Like I just didn't ask for help. I was just something I was dealing with on my own. But, you know, about the asking, the asking for help, my, and this is a bad thing because my mom always says, like, si quieres algo que lo hagan bien, do it yourself, right? If you want things done right, do it yourself. So I always, sometimes it's hard to ask for help because I know like the mm-hmm. things are not going to get done the way that I would like them to get done, not necessarily the, the right way. And that I think for me, that produces even more anxiety. Like, no, 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 hasta para allá. Like that I'll do it myself, <laughs> right? Because then you, because you're mm-hmm. over preparing, you want things to go as planned. Mm-hmm. So when you ask for help, sometimes you don't, you get the help, but maybe not in the way that you like it. And then that causes more anxiety, maybe anger frustration dude eventually like something's gotta give and i'm sort of learning that right like, you have right? to like mm-hmm. sort of like i have that same approach to work right like if i want something mm-hmm. done right i have to do it myself or i want it to get done a certain way but as my projects have gotten bigger as the number of staff on my team have gotten bigger like I, you just at some point you just have to let go 
Right. Right. Like, okay, exactly. I this yeah. is what I'm envisioning. Like you can share, right? Like this is what I want to mm-hmm. see. This is what I think it should look like. But you got to give people sort of like freedom to navigate within that and be okay with, you know, as long as like your top three things are, are met with the instruction, then that's fine. And I, and that applies to anything. I feel like right. even at home, mm-hmm. right? Like if I ask my partner, like, hey, can can you clean this? And he cleans it or if he cleans it out of his own sort of like just decides like, oh, you know, the dishes are dirty. I'll clean them. Y si están todos con la chingada, sometimes I'm just like, you know what? You know what? Like he washed them. You know, like, what, what, like thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're done. Right. Because yeah. then it's like because I remember do, sort of like as as a, a youngster doing that, too. Right. Like I, my mom would be like, limpia mesto and I would go and clean it. And then she'd come back and clean after me. And I'm like, well, yeah. why the fuck am I cleaning <laughs> if you're going to clean it anyway? Why don't you? Right. You're going to do it anyway. Let, why, why am I spending my time on it? Yeah. too? Right. And then people do get offended with that, too. Right. Because you're like, well, I yeah, spend time right. with it. And then now you do yeah. it again. But that's do it yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like a small example, but I think it applies to like a lot of no, stuff. I think like something's right. got to get, no, yeah, yeah. got to let go of it. Sure. Yeah. 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 That's a big, that's a big one because I, I think that, you know, when you bring up like the upbringing piece, right? Like I feel like when, when parents constantly do that, right? That they're like, you just, you can't do it right. I have to do it myself. I think it instills a, uh, a, 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 for me, at least a high level of indecisiveness mm. and not trusting myself, not okay. trusting my skills, not trusting, you know, my, my, um, my decision making. And then when you do that, like as a manager, like I just, I, I forgot to mention this, but I'm also supervising and managing, you know, somebody at work. And, you know, one of the things that I'm constantly reminded of from my manager is like, you want to make sure that you allow somebody to grow into their skills, whatever that may be, they're mm-hmm. going to have their own niche. And in part of us, our job as a manager, and I would say also as a parent would be, let them grow into their skills. And you can say, hey, that's great. Or make, you know, took suggestions here and there, but ultimately it's going to be their decision to, you know, really find this confidence and whatever skills are bringing to the table. And I think that because my mom was like this helicopter person and like, I'm going to do it because you don't know how to do it. And I myself used to do that too. I'll do it less now, but I could feel it like bubbling inside me. And it's like, hey, I want, I really want this person to be autonomous. Like, no me vayan a necesitar, right? Because si lo estoy haciendo siempre yo, mm-hmm. then they're always going to be like, well, she's going to do it her way. So why even do it? Yeah. And on that note, Wendy, like talking about transitions, you know, you mentioned some of the things, like some of the ways that you used to handle transitions. And I think for me, depending on what the transition was, like the more challenging it was or the more like unfavorable Mm. I perceived it to be at the onset, the more I would like be in denial. Like I didn't want to deal with it or I would be like, oh, you know, I'd spend a lot of time doing like, oh, I wish it wasn't like this. Like I wish it went back to the old way or I wish, you know, Mm -hmm. I spent, I think, a lot of energy on that. Um, That was really useless, right? Because the transition has already happened. Things are going to change. And then transition doesn't necessarily mean it's bad, Mm -hmm. right? It just Mm -hmm. means it's different. And a lot of times transitions are, are for the good, like change is good. Um, so I think one of the things that I do now is um, work on that accepting piece, like faster, right? Like I, I prioritize that piece. Like, okay, mm-hmm. if it's something unfavorable or something challenging to sort of like wrap my brain around, I just like sit, sit with it. And I'm like, okay, like I allow myself to complain out loud, right? Like I don't like it because of this, 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 and this, or this is going to be harder in my mind because of this, 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 and this. And then sort of like, okay, but this is a new reality. So we've accepted, 
Now we just have to move forward. And then it sort of like Mm -hmm. kicks in like a different part of my brain where it's like the problem solving comes in and it's like, okay, well, how, how am I going to, you know, make this part of my new life or how am I going to, um, you know, move this project forward or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're trying to see like the positive side of it too. Kind of like, oh, my mom always says this too. And I don't know if I'm saying it right, but no hay mal que por bien no venga. Did I say that right? Yep. No hay mal que por bien no venga. So sometimes when things happen, for example, me and like my partner were like, well, okay, that happened. But what, um, like he's been going through a lot of changes with his job, right? So then I'm like, well, I mean, but look at the bright side. Now you're somewhere where you're, you know, happy to, you know, you're still in the, in that business. You know, you, you have to sometimes just look at the positives because if we focus always on the negatives, then like you said, um, you're going to just take a lot of time focusing on the negative and not having peace as you said it and it's going to be even more draining and more anxiety producing and more frustrating and it's and that affects your whole life too like your day how you respond to the people around you um so i think sometimes it's just seeing the positive of transitions like now having to go back to the office right i still don't see a lot of positive but then there are days where a student comes into my office and they're like, oh, I'm so happy that I get to see you like in person. Like it feels weird to sometimes tell you these issues on a Zoom meeting, right? And sometimes I do appreciate it because I'm not like, hello, hello, are you there? Are you there? <laughs> you know? And so there are obviously, you know, positive sides to to us going working in the office uh when a student needs us to be in the office. Yeah, and I think that, you know, the big the biggest uh, help for me was like the reality testing component, right? Like you know, the reality is like, like true life, real life is that change happens, mm-hmm. you know, and uncertainty happens. Like there's no human in the world that has full certainty or like I get to ch- keep things the way I want all the time. Like change is part of life and uncertainty is part of life. And I think that, you know, becoming um, you know, uh, comfortable with that or finding confidence in that um, does decrease things like anxiety, right? Or, or you know, the you, the component of like this damage control piece, like wanting to really control what's going to happen. Um, I think that it, it also builds that confidence in your current skills, right? Like Rosie was saying, like, hey, once change happens and I'm trying to figure out how to, like, come to this acceptance piece, but I'm pretty sure that Rosie and, and even Mari is, like, you're confident in the skills that you have to grow with the punches, right? Like, okay, I can handle this. I know what I got to do. I know how to, hand- mm-hmm. I know how to handle evo- myself evolving. Um, and I think it's it's moments when you start to lose confidence in th- those skills that help, makes you feel stuck, right? Like it makes you feel like change is something I cannot deal with and yeah. I don't want it to happen. Um, so I think that's something that is different now is like me building that confidence in my skills and also building my confidence in the asking for help component, right? Like I think at this point in in my life and in my career, I've mm-hmm. I have completely accepted you need help, right? Like I don't know all the answers, and I can only travel so far without help and without other people's tools and wisdom. So I tend to have like some folks, like I have a group of friends that is much older than me, like my friends that are in their fifties or sixties. I have up to like seventies and they have so much wisdom and I really enjoy like hanging out with them and learning from their experience and things that, that they feel would have, um, really alleviated a lot of like maybe stress and same with like, you know, finding a mentor and somebody that is, uh, 
well uh, uh, versed in your career or in your field or in the things that you want to do and like really seeking mentorship in that way. But um, I think those are some of the things that have, you know, helped me you know, support change and find some confidence in it. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, right, like things change does not necessarily mean it's negative. Things ending do not necessarily mean a negative. Um, instead, you know, if we looked at it as an opportunity for more open doors or for a different path, um, I think perspective and perception has a lot to do with it, right? If I'm hung up on all the like negative aspects of this transition or of this change, then I don't really get to appreciate like the positives. And so with that, um, you know, I, I think uh, we're in a good spot to to start wrapping up, ladies. And so, Mari, um, do you have do you have any parting words uh, for our listeners today? And, um, you know, what are you going to miss most about La Sopa? Um, <clears throat> yeah, well, I'm definitely going to miss uh, chit-chatting with you ladies and learning more about each and every one of you. Yeah, I think there's many of you, it's just two of you. But I know, like, Wendy, I knew her for, you know, a long time before La Sopa. But, Rosie, it's been really nice getting to know you, like, in a deeper level. Uh, and finding out how like silly you can be <laughs> and which I didn't expect. I felt like you were very like, I see very organized. I see, but like you crack me up every time, especially with all the sayings that you have and me and Wendy something <laughs> like, what does that saying mean? Like I enjoy that, but I think it's also going to be this transition, right? It's going to be really great to also see the two of you come into this podcast and bring in new guests and transforming the podcast. So all of you out there who are thinking like, no, but it's all don't leave. It's so horrible. I doubt any, right? But it'll be a nice transition transition and you know i was just talking to a friend uh this weekend and they were like oh like when are you ladies coming back like i miss listening to you ladies and i was like oh don't tell me that because now i'm like oh damn it <laughs> you know but um i'm just i'm really excited to to see what's next for you too mm -hmm. um and for the podcast itself um and i'm definitely gonna miss uh you know telling y'all my stories but i'll be back so don't worry um So yeah, but thank you so much for giving me the opportunity and to and and listening to us because I know there's you know a lot of other podcasts out there that y'all can listen to. So so I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We uh, we're gonna miss you, Mari, and your just your energy, right? Like I think it it definitely you know we, we what what is to be expected is the energy to shift and change a bit. Um, but thank you so much for being part of, of this project. You know, it, it is, it is, um, it to kickstart it was a lot of work. And I think that couldn't have happened without you to, you know, really put in the muscle and like, you know, get this, uh, podcast going and, you know, flying. Um, so thank you so much. We're going to miss you. I'm going to miss you, but also I'm looking forward to seeing what, we can make out of this change. Yeah, Mari, just echoing what <laughs> Wendy's saying, we're going to definitely miss your energy. Um, every time that we get together to record, like, I, I feel like we should have factored it into our recording time, right? Because we're busy. So we try to make a schedule, but we spend like the first 30 minutes, inevitably, <laughs> just like talking, bullshit and catching up. And so I think that's that's sort of what I'm going to miss the most the behind the scenes um, conversations and sort of planning. But, um, you know, You'll be back. We're we're gonna have you back para chismear and to you know chime in with our listeners. And so for today's episode, we want to leave you with a little audio of our favorite Mari moments here at Spilling La Sopa. We hope you enjoy it. <laughs> 
Thank you all. Hey, Bye. Uh, Bye. Hasta la próxima. Ew, why is there pee here? Ew, now if I pee, it's going to jump up my butt and I'm going to have her pee on my butt, you know? So I flush it, right? Pero, okay, so my mom hates it when people waste water a lo, a lo menso. So one time, Wendy... <laughs> <laughs> she, I don't know why she came to sleep over. I don't know what the deal was. Because you invited me. <laughs> I, I just showed up like, uh, hey. I'm, she was yeah. just like, hey, I'm coming over and spending To shower. Specifically yeah. to shower. Because your mom hates it. Cuando la gente gasta one. So she's showering, right? And my mom, my mom, she comes up to me. She's like, oye, la Wendy lleva un chingo de tiempo ahí en el baño. Ya como 40 minutos, Marisol. And then I'm like, oh, okay, ma, ahorita le digo algo. No, 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 cabrona, no le digas nada. And I'm really blind, as you ladies know. I'm like a negative 100 on my eyeballs. But I'm like, what the hell? Like, so I'm like, look. I'm thinking if he looks like Maluma, he can put his hands wherever That's he wants. That's exactly, you know? know? That's exactly what I knew she was mamón, señor? Or she'd be like, oh. <laughs> She'd be like, oh, I thought that was just weird. Like, okay, sir, yeah, like, you want to make yeah. out where in your bathtub? <laughs> where? You know, like, hello. Lo que se ve no se pregunta. Lo que se ve no se pregunta, como dice Juanga. So, te vio así, dijo, no. He's standing inside the car, right? Exactly. With his fucking pants down, his boxers <gasps> down. Like, his penis is literally touching my nose. Like, <gasps> oh, I my God. Up? What if? Yeah, and his sex balls are just, like, dangling there. Jeans and don't breastfeed your kids. Don't breast them. I mean, don't breast them. Don't breastfeed them. Don't breast them. Fuck those kids. And she's like, mentirosa, como te gusta inventar y exagerar. And I'm like, yes, that is all true. That's true. Pero eso sí pasó. Like, do they have verga? Virgo, verga. Do they have verga? Whoa, whoa, whoa. We ain't got no vergas in here. We're gonna need some. Oh my God, I just thought of the other verga. <laughs> Thank you everyone for joining us for today's topic. Special thanks to our audio editor and producer HG from Beat Farm Productions. Hasta la próxima and remember to join us next time by tuning in with your amigas to Spilling La Sopa. La Sopa, La Sopa, La Sopa, La Sopa.